Hello, and welcome to Where RA Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs of NYU and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since their glory days at New York University, and bringing in current RAs who have similar career aspirations. I am the host, Tom Ellett, and I serve as the Senior Associate VP of Student Affairs. And tonight, we introduce a new twist to our show, a co-host, a current RA, Bo Hart, an RA in my hall, the best hall, Founders Hall. Bo, welcome. Thanks for having me, Tom. Nice shout out for Founders. Much love for Founders Residence Hall. Uh, Yeah, my name's Bo. I'm a rising senior in the Dramatic Writing Program. I'm originally from Ogden, Utah. My dad works in construction, all my brothers are plumbers, and I'm here in NYC trying to make it in late night comedy. You will, I have no doubt. Today our guest is Keith Haskell, who served as an RA at Weinstein and Lafayette for Ryan Sylvester and Napur Goyle during the 2006 to 2008 years. Uh, Keith, welcome to the show. We're really excited to have you on. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Bo. Yeah. And Tom. Tom also. Don't forget about Tom. Thanks I wouldn't both be of you. forgotten, I'm sure. It's a pleasure. Nice. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm, uh, I bought a house a couple weeks ago, so I'm in Montclair, New Jersey right now. That's sort of that's a very adult thing to be doing these days. Oh Keith. gosh, I do that. I have like life insurance and disability, and then I, I get to watch Netflix and play Nintendo Switch on my train ride home. So that's that's fun. The suburban life you lead. <laughs> Think about like, those days back in NYU and look where you are now. I, know, I mean, I miss I miss a lot of it, but I enjoy the sound of crickets um, in my ears as I go to sleep. So you said you recently bought a house. Where? Uh, what else are you up to? Where are you these days? I'm currently, I'm a TV freelancer, I produce television shows and digital series. I'm currently um, working for two shows at once for the ID network. One of them is a murder mystery series, um, and the other one is a show about major scandals from the 90s, and we Skype with major celebrities from the 90s and ask them where they were when this was all going down. And none of those involve me, I hope. No, I don't, you're not a big enough celebrity yet, and I only know you through the 2000s. So. Okay. Uh, give me a couple of years when, when we uh, change the decade. What scandals? Wait, what scandals you got going on, Tom? Oh, you haven't heard about Tom's scandals, Keith? No. What is he, smuggling rent money? I, I'm being a good person these days. Uh, so thank you. Uh, what, Keith, tell us what you studied uh, while you were at NYU. So I started uh, my time at NYU as a communications major in the Starhart School of Communications, and I transferred my junior year into Tisch, uh, and I ended with a major in film and television studies. How was the, Keith, how was the transfer? Uh, I, myself, was an external transfer from a different university here to NYU. So I'm just kind of curious, what was that experience internally switching schools? Was there like a culture jump? Was there, were you, did you feel behind because you hadn't started off with those like introductory film classes and everyone else was ahead? I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Um, a little bit of all of the above. I ultimately loved it. Uh, I transferred because I always wanted um, to make TV shows. Um, and for some reason in high school, I thought that I would do that through radio, which is why I went to school for communications. Um, but then as I saw all my friends who were in film school, their homework was making films and videos. I was like that. And I was doing it for fun on the side while doing you know, communications homework. I was like, I gotta get out of here. So I transferred and loved it. The only downside was I never got to take like your senior film things. Cause I essentially was like, I got, you know, two, I had to do two years over the course of four. Um, so skipped the freshman year stuff and never got to do the senior year stuff. 
So what made you choose comedy and what made you think that you were funny? Um, I mean, I, I hope I hope other people think I'm funny. I, I'm too modest to say that, but thank you for assuming that. Uh, I always loved just sort of being a weirdo. Um, I, I enjoy being annoying, as Tom knows from a video that he may or may not link in the body of this podcast. Um, but I, I just love causing a scene. I love I love doing things that are unexpected and behaving in ways that are inappropriate. Um, so that leads to comedy. Uh, I kind of couldn't help it. It's just what my brain does. It's just how I act in public forums. Um, so, you know, I started working in comedy but not doing comedy stuff. I'd be a PA, that means getting lunches and filing paperwork and making photocopies. Um, and, you know, a lot of hard work and side hustle, just making my own videos along the way, um, led to me now being a producer where I do get to write comedy stuff and direct comedy and edit comedy and do all the fun things. Um, but you gotta you gotta earn your way before you do it. You're living the dream, Keith. You've monetized being annoying. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. For me, everyone else is very upset by it. <laughs> <laughs> what what made you apply to be an RA, Keith? Uh, I wanted to save some money, and it was pretty expensive, and I wanted the free housing. But I enjoy being a leader. Uh, I was also the sophomore class president of Steinhardt. Um, I enjoy just sort of overseeing groups of people and sort of what I hope to be pointing people in the right path and helping people in need. Um, so twofold, saved a lot of money and then also got to sort of give advice and be a mentor to a lot of uh, people who, who hopefully needed it or, or appreciated it. Nice. Was that, was becoming an RA always part of the plan? Was it like you said due to financial constraints that it was something that was on your horizon, but you also had this other motivating factor, but it was a, did you, how did you find out about the position? Um, I think it's just one of those things you know. Uh, you know, I didn't know probably the details of it, such as free housing and a free meal plan. Um, you, you just sort of know that RA is an option, you know. Um, so throughout my whole life and career, I've always been the president of anything I can be the president of. You know, I'm always running for positions of office. And um, RA just seemed like a natural fit as someone who loves community building and loves camp. You know, TV is a lot like camp. We're working in close you know, confines with you know all these people and long hours and everything so i think being an ra which sort of was a natural fit now you were in a first year building and then you went to an upper class building what were the different things and ways you approached those two different communities so freshman i mean i love weinstein i was a, a i was a resident of weinstein when i was a freshman and then I went to Lafayette when I was a sophomore, and then as an RA of Weinstein when I was a junior, and as an RA of Lafayette when I was a senior. Um, and the difference, I think, is that as, as a, an RA for upperclassmen, they don't really need you as much. They don't really care, and they're kind of finding their own social circles and patterns. Um, so you're more there as someone who's keeping an eye on things and making sure that anyone who needs help gets it and keeping you know, making sure everything's orderly. And, and also creating programs that you think people will participate in. But I find that... Um, sophomores and upperclassmen don't really care. It's a harder sell to get them involved. Whereas freshmen are like, they need someone who can help them um, meet people. And they need people who can create social circles and social activities for them. What was, so concerning building community, uh, what did you, what was the most fun program that you put together that helped achieve those goals that you just outlined? Oh, that's a tough, that's a, a tough question, a great question. What did I do? I mean, one thing that I did as sophomore class president was Connect Fortnite, um, 
which was just we bought like a handful of Connect Four boards and had a massive tournament. Um, and now I remember one of the things I did in Weinstein, my favorite one, was certainly Mario Kart Night, where we had a video game tournament, uh, Mario Kart 64. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people who are into that came. I'm sure it wasn't for everyone, but if you like Mario Kart 64, you definitely want to play it against your entire dorm room. You're definitely dating yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, at the time, it was out of date, too. <laughs> How, how about the staff? What was it like to work on the staff and Weinstein? We'll talk about Weinstein uh, because that's really where I remember you from. Um, what was it like to be with Ryan and the team and Weinstein? Fantastic. I mean, Weinstein is great because there were two RAs per floor, which is a lot. Uh, for, for not that many kids, I think it was 30 to 35 students per floor, roughly. So that's one, for fi- one RA for 15 people. That's a lot. So just a very social, happy place. You know, Ryan is a really great dude, cares so much about the students and and his staff and, and being just a good guy and a good leader. Um, he's just your buddy, you know, um, takes his job very seriously, but he's, he's a friend and a pal. Um, and it was a real joy to work with him and to work with all the other RAs. Um, I think NYU does a great job, Res Ed does a great job of picking people who really care, not just in it to save <laughs> the money for, for room and board, um, but to pick people who, who can really help out um, and build community and uh, be enforcers of policy without being like jerks about it. So as you're building community, Keith, what you're saying, uh, what kind of resident, like what kind of relationships with your residents developed either at Weinstein or Lafayette or both? They were good. I mean, I'm trying to think of specific, like I, I have very fond memories of in Weinstein, which is sort of built, Weinstein is built to be social because it's just a straight hallway. So if you're leaving or entering, you're seeing people. Whereas Lafayette has a lot of nooks and crannies and corners. So you don't necessarily, it's not like prone to bumping into people willy-nilly. But Weinstein, I remember as an RA, we would just sit in the hallway and do our homework, um, which is a way of just, you know, staying positive, being friendly. Um, you don't even need an activity. It's just sort of enjoying the, the people that you're sharing a floor with. Um, so I think that was a small thing that sounds dumb, but it was like just being outside the room was a, a way to stay really social. Keith, what skills did you gain um, throughout your time as an RA that you can apply now to the work that you do? Um, no gossip. If you hear about something, you have to keep that very private. Um, that's an issue that either someone confines in you and that's, that's your business and their business and no one else's. Um, or perhaps you just observe something or you learn something along the job. I think that's really important in TV um, or any job where just gossip's bad. Don't don't go spreading rumors. Don't go sharing information that other people don't need to know. Keep it to yourself. Um, and, and, you know, as an RA, you're, you're seeing situations that might be crazy, they might be normal, but it's no one's business other than the people involved. Keith, have you seen reality television? Gossip, gossip brings in the big bucks, doesn't it? It certainly does. It's also fake, right? I think a lot of reality <laughs> TV is scripted. Um, gossip on screen is okay. Gossip, gossip on screen is, is a requirement, I'd say. So you're telling In real me life, that keep me out of it. Reality shows are fake? Uh, yeah. Wow, well, I had no that, idea. I've been the, video I made with you, the video I made with you is totally real, though. Yeah. I made a video with Tom where I harass him. <laughs> yeah. And I pick my nose in that interview. I really did that. You did do that. I, I have it on tape. <laughs> what what advice would you provide to uh, RAs? We're, we're beginning RA training in, in a day. Um, what would you tell them as they begin that uh, that task uh, of welcoming new people in, on their in their communities? 
Um, learn names is very important. I mean, that's pretty simple. What advice? This is another hard-hitting question from Tom Ellen and Bo. I would say you have to manage your time. It's a full. It's a full-time job, even if it's like part-time hours. It's certainly a full-time job. People, you know, you're always on the clock. If you're in the hallway, residents are talking to you. These are your friends, and they're also, you know, people that you're sort of advising. Um, so manage your time, go into your room and, you know, lock the door. If you don't have time, be honest about your time. But a lot of the, um, the events that you need to organize are like nice of your lives and, 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 uh, being on duty, you know, you might think that when you're on duty is a time for homework and it could be, but also maybe you have to go on like a hospital run or, you know, do something important that day. So full disclosure, I've never been on a hospital run. I, I somehow, that never happened while I was there, but it happens, you know, so I think just manage your time, get your work done and don't think of RA hours is, is uh, you can't really double dip. Those are your time to give back to the community. No hospital runs. You found the golden ticket out of it, Keith. I might also, I, it's possible I never wrote anyone up in my time. <laughs> <laughs> but how many <laughs> wrote you lucky. up? <laughs> I, got, I got written up once. Look, you can get written up and still be an RA. It's possible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Now, now you didn't attend an institution that had a gate around it and you know some people would say that would be a disadvantage of a you know traditional college experience but you know I think NYU gives a different kind of a feel for the students who go here what was the the thing that made NYU work for you What NYU is great at is getting you adjusted to the real world and introducing you to all different types of people from all different backgrounds, all different desires, and you know, we're gonna go into different careers. So what NYU did that, that I loved was that I got an internship while at NYU um, at MTV, and that led to my entire career. So I'll always be thankful for NYU for not only the people that I met um, and the experience that I got there, but for my entire career. You can pinpoint it to being in like a, a Tisch class where an NYU, um, sorry, where an MTV director was a guest speaker called on me and then I, I got his information. He gave me an internship that summer. So, um, and when you really truly prepares you for the real world, um, and I think that's part of that is not having a campus because you're in the real world while you're at NYU. In all of its New York glory. Yeah, I mean, you're in the subway, the, the Washington Square Park, you got concert, you got Le, Le Poisson Rouge, one of my favorite music venues is just a couple blocks away. It's, it's one of the coolest places you could ever live. And I think, it's easy to take that for granted because you're in college, um, but the second you leave, or hopefully before you leave, you realize how special the place it is. Keith, do you stay in contact with other RA alums? Neely Rosick, who's a politician, uh, she's a Queens politician, one of the youngest politicians, um, maybe, I don't know. She, she she's, was very young when she got elected. Neely's one of our future guests on the show as well. She's the best, she's a great lady. We had a great 21st birthday together, at one-on-one. First Avenue and First Street. Um, she's the best. What a career she has. Absolutely. Other shout outs you want to give to any other right. colleagues? I love myself some Bart Rosenthal. Um, we played Mario Kart a lot together. Uh, who else? Elon Cohn, who is a uh, RA at um, Cliff Street, which is not a dorm anymore. Um, there are a lot. I'm going to stop there, but there, uh, everyone at NYU, Lafayette, and all the other places were great. Ryan Sylvester, I gotta give a shout out to that guy. Okay, Keith, question one. What was your favorite tradition at NYU? Strawberry Fest. And Mystery Concert. Who, who was at that Mystery Concert, do you remember? Mystery Concert, we had Iron and Wine. 
Um, there was one year. And then we had uh, Animal Collective. I didn't know who they were. I heard they sounded like Radiohead, which is not true. We had Animal Collective and Ghostface Killer on the same night. Damn. That was a good show. Okay. Uh, slow speed round. Uh, best dining hall. Upstein. Upstein. I actually hate him. They have more vegan stuff. Now they're a green dining hall. That's even better. Yeah. You got a compost. Yeah. Any celebrity sightings while you were a student? Uh, I took a test with uh, one of the Olsen twins. I can't tell who's who, but she was in the she was in the room. It was actually both, Keith. That's the oh, mind explosion. It was a good twist. Uh, finally, what was your most memorable RA experience? Um, Neely Rosick. Early on in her time at NYU, she lived the floor above me and dropped a note through the window, like saying hi. It was hilarious. One of those you had to be there. That's great. Now the cinder block of Weinstein was something that uh, you you know enjoyed. Loved it. I painted on it, even though you're not allowed to. But it was washable paint, so you know I left it real clean when I. What color was it? Multicolor. Everything. Every block had different patterns and stuff. Uh, Ryan saw it. He was not happy. Um, but I thought it was a community building thing. Every, hey, everybody, pick a brick. That's strong as well. That is a community building event. I highly recommend it. I think that people should use washable paint. They should leave their mark. I like it. Uh, Keith, any last final uh, comments that you want to share with uh, the audience? Uh, can I ask you guys a question as my final remark? Go for it. Has 26th Street gotten any better? <laughs> you, you didn't know, but 26th Street actually was sold to the medical school. Wow. I did uh, not know that. Probably about a decade ago. Don't dodge the question, Tom. Did it get any better? It's healthier now. <laughs> all, all right. Uh, before we spiral in the wrong direction, Keith, thank you for spending so much time with us tonight to talk about your journey. And you really are a funny guy. I've gotten to watch some of the things that you've done. and. Uh, You've done really, really well in your career, and now a homeowner. Look at you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for, for taking the time and uh, listening to me as I annoy you. You, you, you never annoy me. Back to our days together. <laughs> no, never. Uh, and as also, I want to thank Bo for joining us this evening as a co-host. Thank you for thank having me. Thank you, Bo. Yeah, good luck in your uh, dramatic writing endeavors. Oh, thank you very much. And finally, I want to thank our listeners who can better learn about what happens to former RAs at NYU and how they are making their dreams realities. Special thanks to my engineer, Rashid Aziz, and to the current professional staff and alums like Ryan and Dapur, uh, who helped assist these great RAs in skill acquisition along the way. Until we chat again, laugh again, or share funny stories, uh, go out there and uh, seize the moment. <laughs>